Okay, Hashem, we're here. Shares Lila Nishmas, Moshe's mother, Mars Paralea, Basrup Shmuel Chaim Akoin. Also for Rafushan for Brian Delea Basihudas Ariella. And also Brachabat Slacha Takiva Yosef Ben Natalia and Aliana is a Havabas Natalia. They have a lot of a lot of bracha and atzlacha. No, I don't have that. It's also in honor of Moshe's daughter's wedding today. Mazdav, Mazdav. More than ever. It's more impressive that your wife and your daughter allowed you to be here. They also be talking. You know how many times I've been told exactly when I have to be at the hole and how to be dressed. But you're yucky. You could do that. You could do that. The Polish side has been asserting itself strong. Sure. Okay, Galdik. So let's continue here. <clears throat> We're on page 51. We have listed the seven qualities that are only found in a Kaddish Baruch, seven qualities of, of seven reasons why a person would trust and should trust and is obligated to trust in a Kaddish Baruch fully, giving up all of his worries and anxieties to a Kaddish Baruch will chazer over at the end, all the different qualities, but this is a very, very important parak, as it's the basis, really, of the Yisodei HaBitachon, page 51. The Yisodei HaBitachon, and we are going to use them again and again throughout the rest of the parakim. And now in the Chavos of Avos, after these, mentioning the seven qualities, he's then explaining to us, showing to us in Psukim, how only a Kaddish Baruch Hu has these qualities. We mentioned a few last week. We're going to go through a few of them more now, a little bit, a little bit fast. Um, because the psukim, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to start analyzing the psukim. That's not our, that's not our, that's not our avoda here. Some people can, you could do that. You could analyze every pasuk, why he could put this pasuk and not that pasuk and a whole lumdis shir, but that's not, we want to stick to the avoda salev. And therefore the avoda salev doesn't, it's not, to get to the leave, you don't want to get so complicated in the head because you get to, too complicated in the head, then you don't always get down to the heart. So although the, the Shabbat Tachan and the entire Chavos of Vavos is based on logic, it's based on Nachshava thinking, but it's a very, very light, clear logic that if one just hears what he says and, and delves into it a little bit, like we will, we'll see in a little bit how we're going to delve into his logic even a little bit more. You keep it simple Chazred over, eventually that enters into the person's heart, and slowly but surely he gives himself over to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And, and, I, and I'll tell you, some people here have spoken to me. I've, I've had Baruch Hashem since the beginning of this Chabura. I mean, this, I think this might be our 20th shir, I think, something like that. <clears throat> Just a few months in, I've had multiple people come talk to me. Stories, different mice, and they're going through situations, family, parnasa, school situations, so many different situations, people are coming over to me. People are telling me, Torahs. Somebody came over to me in Shushan Purim, and he told me, based on Chovas Lavavas, Shabi Tachan, I think this is the Pshat in Adelo Yada. He gave a whole Pshat, and it was, it, was a, it was a beautiful Pshat. It really was. So I'm, I'm very happy that people are, are moving and grooving, and their minds are working. Because when, you're in, when we, we're in, in a Vodas Hashem, we have the avodas. We dive in three times a day, and we learn, and we give tzedakah, and yom tiv, and Shabbos. So we have to do all of those things, but there's something else that's called being in a sugya. So if you're in a yeshiva setting, so being in the sugya means you're learning the Gemara, the Rashi, the Tosa, the Ritva, the Rajbo, Gemara, Baba Basra, and Baba Kamen. You're imamish in the sugya. As they say, someone could correct me, a rangatan. I think that's how you say it. 
and you're you're in it. You're in the sugin. Everybody's hacking the sugin. The guys are there, and back and forth. You could be in the you could be in the cheder ochel, and you're having lunch, and guys are like yelling at each other. Your shantosus is crazy. You're out of your mind, but guys are in it. So right now, where we're holding, that's not that's not our Indian right now to be to be holding in those sugyas generally in such a way. But what people don't know in yeshivas. And what's very relevant then and also right now is that <clears throat> in Avodos Hashem, we have to be in the sugya. Bitochen is, is one of these tremendous sugyas that a person has to be in his mind, body, soul. I'm hoping that people even in the Chabur are talking to each other. I know people are coming to me and they're saying a shot like this and like that. And I had this Misa, but I hope guys are speaking to each other. You're in the sugya. How did you handle the situation? Everybody's excited to hear what happened. How did you handle it? What did you think? Shabbatachon says like this, maybe the shot in this mice is like that. We're in the sugya. This is how our brains should be thinking. And I know some people are thinking like this. They're telling me, so I hear. <clears throat> but it's very, very important that in general we're doing the avodas, the mice, of davening and learning and all the things we're doing. But in our learning, in our learning and working on ourselves, we also have to be heavily into a sugya. And right now, for those, at least I know I am, Everything I see, every, every Pasuk I read in Chumash, it's, it's always, it's, it's flowing right through Shavit Tachem. I mean, if you've been reading the, you know, the Divrei Torah that I write, the Sparks, a lot of things are, are Bitochen oriented. Just that's where my head's at. That's where our head should be at. And the way we, just, we speak to our families, the way we speak to our, you know, our kids, everything should be flowing through. I'm hoping that things are coming out of your mouths, Bitochen oriented. So with that, let's continue on page 51. Right here, the last paragraph. Let's just read it straight. So this was the, the fifth condition, the reason why we should trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu is because the fact that Hashem is the only one who takes care of the person from the beginning of his formation and development. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one who's been there from the beginning. He's, one, he's there through our adolescence and all the way till Metashem 120. So who else better to trust in than the one who's been there and taking care of us and has guided us for all of these years? Commotion Emmer, so he brings a Pasuk to bring a proof. Pasuk says in, in Devarim, Is he not your father, your master? He has made you and established you. Right? Kaddish Baruch has been there since the beginning. V'amar, the Pasuk says, Alecha nismach nemibetin. Next page says, Mime'ei imai ata. V'amar, halo kechelev tatichene, v'chagvina takpieni ushar ha'inyan. Just go back to just to translate what he writes here. And then it says in Tehillim, I relied on you from birth, says David Melech. From my mother's womb, you drew me. David Melech would, would, would think, he would think about the fact that a Kaddish Baruch Hu took care of him in his mother's womb, like we discussed. Who's the one who takes care of the baby in the mother's womb? It's a crazy thing that goes on. Yet, David Melech used that as a basis of his Amunah, as we talking to in a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And it says in Eov, did you, page 52, not pour me like milk and curdle me like cheese, meaning you created me, and the rest of the matter, which is elaborated in the verses there, look in Eov, until the end of the chapter, extolling the kindness Hashem performs for a person from the beginning of his formation through his entire life. And it's something that we should be constantly thinking about, if, because the Kaddish Baruch is constantly providing us chasadim, and it's very kedai, as one is working on the sugya of bitachon, amun and bitachon, it is very kadai that a person once in a while should stop and think about the past years. Go back. Go back since you're a little kid or wherever you want to go back to and think about your, your life development. 
And then remember, the Kaddish Baruch is the one who was there at every single step. You made a left, you thought you wanted to make a left, and somehow you made a right, and you thought that was the worst thing in the world, and it became, you know, the person you married or something. That was a Kaddish Baruch We should go back in time, it's very, very important, to our Parnasa, to our upbringing, our Yiddishkeit, our families, all the different things that we've gone through in our lives, to go back and, and, and stop and say, this thing that happened to me was Yad Hashem. At that point in my life, maybe I wasn't holding there, I didn't know. But now I know it was Vada Yad Hashem, and I'm only here today because of that. Do that, Be'emes, that's going to create a tremendous, tremendous feeling of bitachon in, in, in your heart. There's a question, right? We live by... Our, our, our own machshavas. And if our minds are going back and, and, and defining my life based on that Kaddish Baruch is one who did this for me and it was his kindness, so then we're going to be able to take it into the now and into the future. Number six, <clears throat> this is very important, very, very, very important, especially in, in terms of Parnasa. Also, Rafuas v'shito alto v'hezeko einam b'shos adam ki he says the fact that, the, that things that, bef- that benefit him as well as harm him are not in the domain of any man but solely in the hands of the Creator. Haman, yeah, Purim, we just said Purim. Haman thought he could have a poor, he pulled poor, he thought he knew what he was doing. He didn't know, of course, the girdle fell out in Adar, Moshe Rabbeinu's birth. But everything, Achashverosh, Sancheirev, Sisra, all of our enemies, and, and nowadays also, we have people who seem to come against us. They seem to be our adversaries, our enemies. It's only, they're only shulichim of a Kaddish Baruch Why do we have to go through, through such inyanim? Bitachim. That question we don't have to answer right now. Yes, there are different answers. We discussed that. Are you going to be a Moshe Rabbeinu Yid? Are you going to be an Avram Yaakov Yid? To ask these kinds of questions? That's fine. We could try. But we have to get the Yisod down. That the enemies that we face are shulichim from a Kaddish Baruch It's somehow it's for my best. That is the basic structure. Everything else that you want to fill in, that's extra. But this is coming from a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and it's for my best. And that's the, that's the end. That's the end of the structure. Again, you want to put more inside? That's fine. But I should be calm. I should be calm, because this is, this is ultimate for my best. So he says, now he brings them a few psokim. K'moshan emar. Mizamar vatehi. Hashem lo tziva, mipi elyon lo seitze haroz v'atov. Let's read through the whole thing. V'amar yavish chatzir novel tzitz u'dvar elokeinu yokim lo'olam. V'amar achein chatzir ha'am. U'kvar hezbar ha'inin hazeh b'mayim ha'shlishim and hasev hazeh b'ma she'yish bodai. So he translates on the right side here. It says in, it says in, um, in Eicha, who was commanded and it came to pass unless Hashem ordained it. Nothing can happen unless the Kaddish Baruch decided. Even the biggest Russia, like I was telling Chavra, anybody who came over on, on Purim, I was telling everybody that uh, an amazing remez, a simple, simple remez, a simple hint hit me. And we know that in the Megillah, Kodesh Baruch Hu's name is not there. We know. Yet we know that he's on every single column, Kim'at, because Hamelech, right? That's why we have every column starts off, except for a few, Hamelech. Because the king, of course, is not Achashverosh, it's really Kodesh Baruch Hu. And therefore, every single thing that Achashverosh did was really, he was just a Shlich Hashem. That's all of Purim and all of the Megillah is all Bitach. We know that. But one could possibly think for a moment, if he has not been working on the Sugi Bitachim, that it makes sense how Achashverosh could be run by a Kaddish Baruch because he's a Tipish anyway. 
guy's out of his mind. He's like this, he's like that. So Kaddish Baruch you know, this, this time he was with the Jews, this time he wasn't with the Jews, then he was with the Jews. But Haman, Mamisha, Russia, Marusha, he has, he has his own Bechira. There's no way a Kaddish Baruch is the one who's, who's guiding him. There's no way. Happened to be a Kaddish Baruch you know, beat him in the end, but it can't be that a Kaddish Baruch sent him as a Shaliach, even though there are Chazals like that, right? When the, the fact that Haman took the ring off Achashverosh's finger did more for Klal Yisrael than all the 48 Nevi'im. So who, who sent, obviously, Haman to, to spark a national tshuva? A Kaddish Baruch obviously. It wasn't Haman. So if you take, if you take Haman as Hey Mem Nun, so if you keep the Hey and the Mem, keep that. Nun is, what's the Gemachi Nun? 50, right? So you can make 50 with a 20 and a 30. A 30 and a 20. So if you take a 30 as a Lamed and a 20 is a, is a Chaf. So Hey Mem Lamed Chaf. Hamelech. So Haman's also, it's almost the same letters as Hamelech. It's not just Hamelech that Kodesh Baruch was running Achashverosh. Kodesh Baruch the Melech was running also Haman. So you see the whole, the whole Indian of, of, of Purim was that Kodesh Baruch was the entire time. He was mocked him, that's why he's mocked him the Rufu before the Makkah. Because he's the one who made the Makkah. So he already has the whole plan, the whole tachlis of the fact that Achashverosh even had a party. To celebrate the destruction of the base of Mikdash was that through this party the base of Mikdash was going to be rebuilt, like we discussed. That was the whole Indian. It's a crazy thing. Klauser had to fall in the party to then eventually Vashti dies at the same exact party that Klauser then from the part. It's it's a it's a crazy thing if you pay attention to the Megillah and you and you uh, you analyze each step. There's a there was a there was a tzaddik of I think his name was Shlomo Shlomo Brevda. Heard the name of it? Mm-hmm. He lived in America. He was in America. So he put out a safer based on the Vilna Gon. Um, they have it in Hebrew and they had it, I got it in English many, 20 years ago, I don't know, 15 years ago, who goes through the entire Megillah. You seen that, Yoni? I've heard him speak about it. Oh, you've heard it? And he shows how every step of the way what a Kaddish Baruch was doing, how he was tinkering with things, it's, it's Hafla. It's unbelievable. And then you start to think, this is what's going on in my own life. Like, the worst thing in my life is really Kaddish Baruch just preparing the best thing in your life. And everything in between. It's, it's an unbelievable, unbelievable thing. And it's the Koach of Bitochem that allows us to live in that matzah. The Muna, yeah, I believe it. But I'll, you know, I'll believe it when I see it. I'll really believe it when I see it. But Bitochem says, no. Mordechai Tzadik was able to live in that place of, of Yishev Adas, even in such a in such tsar. So there's nobody, not Haman, not Achashverosh, not Sisra, not Sancheirev, who, who have their own Bechira, really, to attack us and to harm us. So he brings the Psukim here, who was commanded and it came to pass unless Hashem ordained it. By the command of the Most High, neither good nor evil come. That's a, that Pasuk is a very big Pasuk. That's, um, the Baal Shem Tov talks about this Pasuk. If you remember, I, was, I wanted to learn a Torah of the Baal Shem Tov with you, like in the second Hakdama, but the difference between Rabbi Kiva and Nachimish Gamzu. So he bases it on this Pasuk. Of okay, maybe one day we'll get to it or I'll show it to you. <clears throat> he says, Vaita, he says from Yeshaya, the grass shall dry out, the blossom shall wilt, but the word of our Hashem shall last forever. Okay. As it says also, behold, the people are grass. Again, I'm not getting into this book and why. This concept has already been clarified sufficiently in the third gate of this book, the gate of the service of Hashem, Avodah Selokim. It's Kedai to see that entire Shar, as well as the entire Sefer. Fine. Number seven. The fact that Hashem's goodwill extends to all and His kindness envelops each and every creation. Which one was that? Remember the condition that 
sometimes we make a cheshven, which is inappropriate. As many cheshvanas we make in our lives that are, we just didn't know that they're wrong. One of the cheshvanas we make, if I'm a good boy, then a Kaddish Baruch will take care of me. But if I'm not acting the way I should be acting, and we're very negative, and we're very usually down on our, where we're holding, I'm really not davening well enough, I'm really not learning well, well enough, so therefore a Kaddish Baruch probably is not going to help me. And therefore, just aga for a minute, if you believe that, and people do deeply believe that, therefore when they go to work, they're not believing that a Kaddish Baruch is the one who's providing for them, they, then it's all on them. That's what's happening. If you don't believe that a Kaddish Baruch is going to take care of you, therefore you don't rely on him, and therefore you're going to rely on yourself and whatever else you decide to rely on. It's very, very subtle. And it's all because of, of a miscalculation that we make. Because, could be we were never taught that a Kaddish Baruch still tra- takes care of us, even when we make mistakes. Very simple. A Kaddish Baruch does not base... We, we make mistakes. We think that a Kaddish Baruch is like human. He's, he's, he's like our teacher or our parent, the way our parent raises us. That if you're good, then you will receive. And if you're not good, you won't receive. And since I'm not always so good, I don't receive. That's, that is not how Kaddish Baruch runs his world. He's, he's not a human who becomes affected by our, our Averus. He wants the best from us. And part of the best is that he will even provide for us when we're not doing so well. It might be in a different way than you're used to. And you have to have bitachon and know that if you don't follow his rules, and we're going to learn a little bit more about it, he's still going to take care of you. You just might not see it clearly. And therefore you might think it's really him trying to harm you when really he's trying to help you. So our actions do affect the way he takes care of us then? No, our actions affect our perception of the way he takes care of us. So it's exactly the same either way. Yes, but it's, it's really our perception. And it's going to seem like the actions of the world change because in a certain way they do, but it's really because of I feel lower... <clears throat> Because I've, I've sinned. Meaning my, when a person sins naturally, his bitachon in a Kodesh was lowered. Because that's what we're taught. If you sin, then you're not close to Hashem. That's, that's, not, that's not true. So, but what happens is when we, don't, when we sin, therefore we lower our bitachon, we lower our trust, we lower the way that we perceive a Kodesh Baruch in the world, and then we need a Haman to wake us up. The, the end result of the base of Megdash being built could have been through Haman or could have been through Mordechai. Just because we sinned and then we lowered ourselves, therefore the only way that a Kaddish Baruch could sometimes can wake us up a little bit was through a Haman way. <clears throat> but we have to get this out of our mind. That Bitochon has nothing to do with the bottom line of our mitzvahs and our veris. If you want to be an Eved Hashem and you're trying, that's all that matters. The Bitochon has nothing to do with that. We can't mix Cheshbonos. Or else we're going we're gonna to get into trouble. We have to believe in a Kaddish Baruch Hu that his, that his chesed is, is bound, boundless, boundless. As he says, the Pasuk says, we say every single day, this is all Ashra here. We have to daven with, with a little bit more of Kavana. We say these words, slow down a little bit. Because the Dibur that we say is so important, but if we just say it without any machshava, which we'll call, it's no Kavana, then it doesn't go into the heart. So he had to say these words of Kavana. He says, Shinema Tov Hashem Lakol. Verachem Avokol Ma'isif. He says every single day, Hashem is good to everybody. Lakol. Lakol. There's no exceptions here. Verachem Avokol Ma'isif. And he has Rachmanus in all of his act and creations. Vamar no sein lechem chobosa kilalim chazdo. Kaddish Baruch gives lechem, gives parnasa, food to everybody, to all creations of this world. Kilalim chazdo. 
Vomer poseches yadechum aspielechol chayrotzon. Kaddish Baruch open up your hand and satisfy, you satisfy every living thing with its desire. So it's very, very important, as we've discussed, as part of the avoda l'maysa of bitachon, is to be working on our tefillah. And that means outside of tefillah, learning what the words mean and learning about tefillah. And then when you're davening, daven. When you're, supposed to, when you're davening, it's supposed to be emotional. Davening and bitachon are very connected because they're both supposed to be emotional. Emuna and learning are very connected because it's more intellectual. The problem is when people start to mix and match, I've discussed this in different times, is that when a person tries to learn davening while davening, right? he has like the interlinear sitter, he doesn't really know what the words mean, so he's trying to learn what the words mean while he's davening. You're mixing two major avodas that you can't be mixed. You don't really learn the words, and you're not really davening. Because <clears throat> you're not, you don't, the next day you come back, you still don't know what the word means, because you weren't really processing, and you also didn't become emotional in the tefillah because you were busy learning it, not davening it. So it's very important that a person spends time outside of davening, learning davening, what the words mean, what davening is in general, what's the purpose of tefillah. But then when he's davening, just daven. Like davening is, what, does anybody know what this, or did I say this already? I keep telling everybody. Once I hear a good, a good nugget, I like to tell everybody. I heard, what's the, where does the, the davening is a Yiddish word. Where does it come from? From the fathers, davun. From, from Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov. That's what I mean, davening means. They just, they just let it out. They weren't thinking about what the words mean. They just let it out. And the original davening was not, was not from a sitter. The original davening was just from the heart. That's a, that's a bitachon deke davening. They just spoke to Kodesh Baruch about, they praised him and they thanked him and they asked him for things. Yes, nowadays we have a sitter. It's true. And we have to daven from the sitter. We don't only have to daven from the sitter. Many times during the day we should not be davening from a sitter because... Sitters three times a day. Tehillim, a little bit here and there. But we're supposed to, every Jew is supposed to write his own Tehillim. With his bitachon, if a person really works in the sug of Amun bitachon, by the end of his life, there's no shayla that a Kaddish will have a, a safer Tehillim from you. Now, each person could really write one himself. You could write Tehillim. Rabbi Nosan, Rabbi Nachman say, you should write Tehillim. Rabbi told me, he has many, many Tehillim that he's written over the years. Many, many. I, I, think not, I think he's had hundreds of pages. Could be I'm forgetting that. Something like that. He used to write a lot of tefillahs. Each person should write their own tefillahs. But even if you're not doing that, say your own tefillahs. And Kodesh Baruch, don't worry. Kodesh Baruch has, has a few scribes up there who can, who can take down what you're, what you're saying. At the end of, and at the end of the day, you're going to come upstairs after 120 shams and say, here's your tehillim book. You can, you can go with David Melech and you can say tehillim with him. You know, in the Heichle Kodesh. It's a good place to be. So we, should, we have to, but tefillah is very, very important, both in the Siddur, the words of the Anshayin Knesset Sagadola, and David Melech, of course, Tehillim, but also the, the personal tefillahs. Bitochon, Bitochon, as we've said, again, Yisodos, we're going to say again and again. Bitochon is the Indian where a person creates and fosters a personal connection to Kaddish Baruch Hu. Emunah is worldly. Everybody has Emunah. The, even, even Goyim, to some degree, have Emunah, depending on who you are. Because it's, it's a little bit distant. There is a God. He does run the world. You know, this world does have schar. It does have onesh. Bitochon says, but it's, it's me, and you, me and you, Akash Baruch. It's a son and a father. I trust you because I know you take care of me. You, me, together. Ready for a pop quiz? You don't have to raise your hand. But I'm going to read to you something we say in Dominic. Tell me. Think in your head if you know exactly where this is. Bavura vosenu shabbat 
because of our fathers, that they had bitachon in you. He says every single day. What are you thinking about? I'm going to say, Bracha, Bracha, Tadu, no, you know, you know. You don't have to call it out, I'm just like, you know, I don't. Is it clear? Does anybody know Vadai, where they know where it is? Okay. Salam den Chukechaim. Yeah, but where is it? Havrava, Havasolam. Right? Because our fathers had bitachon in you. Every single day we say this. That's what always I'd be talking to you, Kaddish Baruch Hu. And then I love this part. This is my own understanding of the Pasuk. I don't know what the Perishim say. But again, Because our fathers had a trust in you, And you taught them the Chuke Chaim. Loosely translated as the rules of life. So I'm pretty sure the Perishim say you taught them Torah. I don't think that's proud at all. If a person has bitachon, you understand the rules of life. Simple as that. You understand how the world goes. If you trust in a Kaddish Baruch Hu, it doesn't matter if it's Parnasa, it doesn't matter if it's social, family, Ruchni, Gashmas, everything, you know how to traverse, you know how to go through, to journey through the world. We dive in these words every single day. This one's a little bit easier. Ready? So who's Salam going on? Kaddish Baruch Hu, you taught them... You taught them the Chukei Chaim. That's what. That's how I understand it. Yeah. Through the Betachon that they had, you taught them the rules of life. You guided them, meaning they trusted you, so they knew how to do everything. Avraham Yitzchak and Yaakov. The same Socher Tov Lachol Habotchim. Because you give Schar Tov to the Botchim b'Shimcha Bemis. That's an easier one. Yeah. So that's all. Who's Imahem? Give us, make our portion imahem with them. So who's referring to Mishwan Esrei? Who's the them? Those that have bitachem. Those that have bitachem. Yeah. So every single day, we daven for bitachem. But the question is, are we daven for bitachem every single day? Again, we say the words. But a little bit of kavan, a little bit of being makasha, as Rabbi Nachman says, being makasha, tying up, binding your machshava to the dibur which you do that with your eyes. Looking inside is Makasha, your, your Debra, I'm saying the words, and now my heart's in this place, right? Because we live our life based on our eyes. Say those words, an extra three seconds, not even three seconds, it's really one second. Just have the Kavana. You're already there. It creates an impression. And who says you can't say that during the, the day? Who says you can't say Moda'ani during the day? Who says you can't say V'sein Sachar Tolechol Bodchem B'Shim Chabemes? You can, of course, you say these things all day long. Or you could say it in your own words, in your own Tehillim book. But this very, very important tefillah, davu, and davening is, is, is tremendous. It's very, very important. It's the way that we express our bitachon. We gain bitachon from it, but we also express our bitachon from it. Okay. Weiter. The author now continues by saying that in truth, he says, no proof is necessary to demonstrate that only Hashem possesses these seven qualities, because this would be con- con- concluded by reason alone. Listen to these Three lines here. And then he says, I'm just going to read it straight, they say. Intellect, natural wisdom, dictates that all these seven qualities are possessed by the Creator alone and not by any other creations. It's obvious. Which creation do you know has not even your mother, who loves you so much, 
can, can fulfill all these conditions. She doesn't have all the money in the world and all the refuas. She doesn't always know what's best from you. So there's no creation. That's obvious, right? And therefore he says, I brought these verses from Scripture, for these psukim, merely so that through them, one will be able to remember the seven qualities. But you don't need the psukim. Your seichel dictates. Now, this is interesting. I was thinking about this line. Anyone have any questions on this line? Intellect dictates that all these seven qualities are possessed by the Creator alone and not by any other creations. So my question is like this. <clears throat> if you read that line straight, it is very obvious that no creation in the world has all these seven qualities. This is Yadu. But is it so intellectually obvious that Hashem has all of these? Is it so obvious? Intellect dictates that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has these seven qualities. Stop. Right, there's two statements here. One statement is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has all seven. Intellect dictates. And one is that other creations don't have seven. That second half is, is, is obvious. But is the first half so obvious? If we define Hashem properly, then yes. Define what Hashem is. What does that mean? Define God. How do you define him? If we come up with the right definition, then he'll... No, but it, it logic dictates. Yeah. Because if we say, and HaKadosh Baruch created everything, is everything, knows everything, has everything, then by definition, he has all the qualities that exist in the world. That's what you're saying. Yeah, but I'm, I'm making Rashi on Rav Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, good, so, good. So if, then by definition, anything mm -hmm. that needs to be available or needs to be in creation, HaKadosh Baruch is and has, and therefore you have it. So even when there's a car parked in the in the driveway sticking Absolutely. out, yeah, it's Darbasha, right? Yeah, I don't. I may not have liked it, but <laughs> so what am I getting at? Because I, this is the answer. So I'll tell you what I'm getting at: is that when you read a line like this, and you say, "It's obvious intellect dictates that a Kashbar has these seven, and no creations have seven. So very quickly, what does your mind say? Darbasha, simple. What's the problem? is that to really have your seichel, gozer, to have your intellect dictate, means you have to think about it. You actually have to think about it. See, to say that no creation has the seven, boom, done. It's, it's obvious, there's no question. Nobody can have such a thing. But for myself to really believe deeply, for my own natural wisdom and intellect, that a Kaddish Baruch Hu possesses all seven, you have to think about it one by one. Einon Movado. Einon Movado, Kaddish Baruch Hu is Ha-Yehovah He's everything. He's not a human. He doesn't get affected. You know, he's not angry at us. Therefore, he's the, and he's the one who created us. He's the one who takes care of us. He knows the best for me because he's Einon Movado. And you have to go through each thing. Wait a second, why? I, I hear what you're saying. But once you have the universal statement defined, why do you then still need to go into the seven pratas? So the point that I'm trying to make, I'm happy you're asking, is because for myself. Ah, that's the point. Yeah. Is that for myself, to it become downloaded into my system. If I just make a comment, Hashem runs the world. It doesn't go that far. That's, that's a level of amuna. 
more statement-oriented. True, they're all true. I believe it. But it hasn't been downloaded into my system. If you want to download things into your system, you have to type each line of code separately. But, but then aren't you relying on your DAS, on your own wisdom, to come to that conclusion instead of your bitachon, your, your, your trust in Hashem? Because if, if you don't understand one of the seven, then you're not downloading it. So you're not, you're not getting the, the full understanding of, of where you need to be. Say, ask again what your question is. Let me just get it clear, yeah? So like, it seems like you're relying on your DAS and your own intellect in order to come to a conclusion that you need to, need to come to. So one second. So this, what he's saying here is, my own DAS can come to these things. Okay. My, my, yes. my, so my question is, mm-hmm. why, why are you relying on your own DAS? Maybe your DAS is just faulted. Maybe your DAS is only connecting with five of the seven or before the seven. And you're not getting all the seven because your intellect is just not there. Okay. But we have to do as much as we can. We have, to, we have to do as much as we can. If we just rely on, let's say, Chavaz Vahas to tell us, I'm just taking it, I'm just I'm listening to everything he says. It just in, in we're talking about learning, education, just the way our brains work, it will not go as deep as if a person sits and thinks. And I agree with that 100%. What I'm saying is, is if you come to something you just don't understand, then you're not hopping it. And then, and then it's, it's not becoming a part of you. Where... Can you give me an example of one of these seven that, that just so I understand? Which one of these seven is not... Hey, let's go through the seven. That a Kaddish Baruch, he loves us and he wants our best. Or he so never... Let's, let's say you don't have, for whatever reason, yeah. that a Kaddish Baruch who truly understands what's best for us. You have a, an error in understanding. For Meaning you can't reason, believe that. You, you can't... Not believe. You, you don't understand. Because I think that's where you're going. That's you're saying where I'm going, it, yeah. does, it's, it's I, it doesn't compute for me that I call it, for whatever reason, because okay. who has my best interests in mind. So now we have six out of seven, okay. right? But the seventh one is missing, and you just said, well, we need to work it through DAS to internalize it, download it. So now you have a faulty program downloaded because there's one out of the seven is missing. Is that yeah, what you're yeah because your own DOS is, is, right. is, is, is okay. Your own it's fine. Flawed. But that, yeah. but that seventh, whatever, mm-hmm. you know it's in the safer, right? Correct. Right. So fine. So believe it from the safer. You're right. This one I, I can't get to. to. Well, so that's but everything here is even my own DOS. It's just telling me that I self to trust. I mean, I'm just using my own Kalim to be a believer. I'm. Oh, I always have to come to the belief and to the trust. Just where is the information coming from? So sometimes he's saying we can logically understand it ourselves. If there's one that we cannot get to, he says it in the Sefer. I'm not asking for us to think about new things. Just this, these seven. If we would go through these seven and we think about them from a place of Enod Movado, from a place of Yeles Aser Panamine, from all the different Yesodos of Amun and that we have heard from all the Swaram, we could come to these and we can, on our own, just we don't need Psukim, meaning. You see this in davening also. Let's say, let's say in, in Ishtas, for example, you make a statement, and then it goes through every single one. You know, uh, like it makes a statement, and then it goes through. If you're saying you only have Hashem, why do you have to go and list every single thing that Hashem does for you? So, yeah. I think and then even there, you have to then go through each single each one and say, "How in my life is he a <laughs> That's how it goes. We have to get it deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah.
That's why we have this. That's why we have a rabbi. Sometimes, sometimes you're right. We try our best. Dict- your logic could get to that point. What are you saying? It's possible. It could be. We need a little bit of help. That's fine. That's why we have. That's why we have chavos talking. But what I want to really bring out is that we don't think enough in this world. We just don't think. We think that because we go to work and we could do complicated algorithms, that means we're thinking. So of course, obviously, our brains are working. They're thinking, but they're not thinking spiritually, deeply, in an emunadika way. Ah, you'll tell me, yeah, but I'm learning a sugi in the Gemara, I'm learning a vomus. that's very complicated. Saurus Mamenis, all these different sugyas. Of course your brain's thinking in that way also. But thinking about life in a deep way. Thinking about a Kodesh Baruch in a deep way. All of the algorithms and all of the Tsaris Mamenis, if anybody's holding the sugyas, it's all come from, from the Boreol. What, what does Tsaris have to do with this with my, my life? It's not, there's no Yibim Zayim Lamais anymore. What's a tzara? What's, how does a tzara have to do with, with, with my life right now? But the more you expand, you'll be talking, the more you expand your own understanding of a Kaddish in this world, you'll start to understand even the sugi of, of Yavamas, tzara's machzer grushoso, how it applies to my life right now. But we're not getting to that right now. But we have to use our minds. A Kaddish Baruch Hu flows through our minds. He gave us kochos anefesh. He gave us a chachma bin and adas. And we have to start using it more. So I've seen with people who are learning the Sugi B'Tachon, and now they're starting to connect Maisim in the world to what they're learning, and then they're connecting to their mind and their heart, and they're, they're going through the Sugi. These people are thinking, and they're so excited. Yeah, sometimes it's a struggle, but you should, they're, they're B'Simcha Mamish. B'Simcha is the same letters as Machshava, by the way. Right? B'Simcha, B'Simcha, if you want to really be B'Simcha, you have to be a shaliach, but the same besimcha is the letters machshava. A person's a thinking person, not just about money and all that other stuff, but life itself. And bitachon is one of the greatest sugyas because it, it, it shows us how Kodesh Baruch is in every single place. It gives us something to think about. How's a Kodesh Baruch here? How's a Kodesh Baruch there? How's he do, what's he doing over here? It, we have always something to think about. <clears throat> a person comes to a high level of simcha. We have to start thinking. We can't just, even the safer itself, even a shear from a Rebbe, who you're hearing words from, and it's coming in, that's just the beginning. You then have to think about it. Because you have to, because if you don't, then all you're downloading is the Rebbe or the Sefer's Das. You think it's your Das because it makes sense, and therefore I, and I accept it, and it makes sense. But it's not, it has not yet become your Das. You have not yet acquired it. To acquire something in learning, anybody who's learning, education, anything you're doing, you have to do it on your own. The boss could tell you a thousand times how to do something, but until you do it, it doesn't get downloaded. You forget about it very quickly, but when you start doing it, and again and again, you've now acquired that piece of information, that idea, that theology, whatever it is, whatever the ismology, whatever, it becomes part of your system. So Bitochen is the same way. We have to download it, to think about it. During the day, carry the safer with you. We're going we're gonna to get to it in a minute. Right, well, we could, we could get to it. There's a chart at the end. Let's, let's get to the chart because it's very important to carry this chart around during the day. Okay, page 53, because I want to finish the parak today. Ooh, this is so good. Let's just read through this straight. Okay, 
When this matter that only Hashem possesses these seven qualities becomes clear, how does it become clear? Through my thinking, through my believing, through my trusting. When I really work in the sugya, an understanding of the true kindness of Hashem is strengthened. Now the person will trust in Him, in Hashem, and give him o- himself over to Hashem's will. He'll be Moser Nefesh. Mordechai Hatzadeh came into the sugya. He, there, was, there was no pushing him around. He knew Akadosh Baruch was running the show the whole time. Esther, Esther Malka didn't. Esther Malka wasn't so clear to her. But once Mordechai Hatzadeh says, trust on Akadosh Baruch she was then Moser Nefesh. She came to an, a madrig of Bitochon, where she was able to give up her life, Mamish. She trusted. He says, and give him over to Hashem's will. He will leave the running of his life up to Hashem. And he will not suspect that Hashem is judging him improperly. If Hashem loves me, then he's, and, he, and he's been taking care of me, then of course he's going to judge me properly. This, we've spoken about this. This could change the entire way we look at tshuva during El and Yom Narayim. It's not a scary time. Hashem is judging me, but it's, it's to realign myself with my mission in life. Right? We've gone off, so he's just realigning us for our betterment, for our simcha. He's happy with us. Nor will he be angry regarding that which the Creator chose for him. I will not be, if a Kaddish Baruch chooses, I want to go left and Hashem pushes me right. I thought this Parnassah, he gave me that Parnassah. I thought this woman, he gave me that woman, this kid, that kid. I won't be angry. So many people are angry. They're angry with the lot that they were given. But if a person has true bitachon, he says, this is exactly what I need. But that means it takes some breaking selfishness. It breaks, you have to break your gaiva. You have to break the way that you think the, the world should run. My own ritzonus. You have to break that because it's not the emes. The emes is the Kaddish Baruch who runs the world. And of course we can have our opinions and we try and we have our We're human beings. We can't rid ourselves of that. But every time I have a Ratzon, what do we have to always say? Im Yirtz Hashem. If Hashem wants. We have to believe it. If Hashem wants, yes. If He doesn't want, then no. Of course I have to try. That's my shtadlis is my Ratzon. My shtadlis is my opinion. But to never forget that a Kaddish Baruch opinion it's His Ratzon that matters. <clears throat> Adar Melech says, I shall lift up the cup of salvation and I shall call, call out <clears throat> in the name of Hashem. He also says, I found trouble and grief and I called out in the name of Hashem. Okay, I know we have to end in a minute, but let's just go on page 54. It's very important. Again, you have to read, these, you have to read this over. It's very, very important. But on 54 on the bottom, he goes through the seven qualities that foster trust in Hashem. This should be taken out, copied, and, and put in your pocket. Anytime you go through any type of Indian, anything that doesn't matter, whatever it is that's stressing you out, giving you anxiety, pull this out. Pick one. Just meditate on one of these. Number one, Hashem, I'm going to change this. Bitachon is personal. So we have to change these words. I, I, they're, they're be- the Savior was beautiful, but we have to change this. Hashem loves you? No. Hashem loves me. You have to change these words. If Hashem loves you, it's a muna. My Rebbe's telling me, but how do I know? No. Hashem loves me. He wants my good. We have to believe these words. We have to know these words. And we have to then trust in these words. Hashem will not go to sleep. He will get the job done. Number three, no one and nothing can stop Hashem from fulfilling His wishes. What are His wishes? Hashem will ensure that all outcomes are good. And I'm adding, He knows what's best even more than me. That's number four. That's a very important one. But they left out a little bit. Hashem knows what's best even more than me. And therefore, he'll, no one could stop His wishes, which is, the best, which is the best for me. Number five, Hashem has always exclusively taken care of me. He won't stop. How do I know He's taking care of me? Well, I can go back in my life. Since the first grade. Number six, let's finish up. It is only Hashem who can get things done. And number seven, don't worry if I'm deserving. Hashem is generous. Kama, this is the special quality 
that the Am HaNifre, Klal Yisrael, has. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not care if we're actually doing the right things, per se, we should try, but he's, he will still continue to give us and love us and be generous and compassionate, even if we're not actually doing the right things. We have to get that cheshman clear. Maybe we'll chaser over next week and we'll continue. Everybody should have a good day.